Blog Talk Radio. Welcome back to another amazing episode of DJ Speaks, a conversation with. Today is Friday and we're live, August 14, 2020. I am so grateful to A, be alive and to be sharing this next hour with you and my very special guest. If at any time you'd like to listen, speak to me or my esteemed guests during this show, you may call in live at 347-539-5372. Again, that number is 347 347- 539-5372. And if you prefer to inbox me via email with your questions, questions, comments, or requests, you may do so at everydayfolkslisten at gmail.com. Again, that is everydayfolkslisten at gmail.com. Also a special plug as well, if you haven't noticed already, we've also updated our URL to also include everydayfolksradio.com. So subscribe to our website so that way you can stay in the loop on the latest of the shows that are coming out. This show is sponsored by my dear friend, Jonathan Salter. Have you ever been in a situation that your insurance won't cover? Have you not had coverage for what you thought you did? Now more than ever, everyone needs quality health insurance. Make sure you have a plan that covers every situation. And calling John Salter, you can make that happen. Call him for a free quote today and secure the right plan. His number is 815-822-3557. Again, his number is 815-822-3557. Thank you for your continued support, Jonathan, of our show. As well, I have a few announcements on behalf of South Florida Rights Association. I have to plug my creative group. Each first Saturday of each month, we meet live online until the pandemic and things blow over. We welcome all Veteran writers, new or upcoming writers, or just reading enthusiasts, please join or learn more about the South Florida Writers Association. And you can visit www.southfloridawriters.org for more information. And then lastly, special, special plug for my dear friend, Nadine Tabsch. Tomorrow, we're launching our fourth new series on the Everyday Folks Radio brand. And that is our new show called Fright Talk. We're talking about everything and anything scary, spooky, and suspenseful. Whether it be abandoned spaces to myths, stories, legends, urban legends, you, know, you name it, we'll be talking about it. But focus topics over the next few months. So please um, join us tomorrow at 2 p.m. live for the show. And of course, if you may not already know this, many of our shows are already archived, available on iTunes. And also you can visit everydayfolksradio.com and visit any of our nearly 170 episodes, folks, 170 episodes. Today's special guest is someone that I hold very dear to me, and I'd like to read her bio for you. Chana Benson is the founder and owner of Fashion Haven, and she was originally born in Miami, Florida. She is the mother of one son, Tracy Yarborough, Jr., she holds a bachelor's degree in business administration with a concentration in human resources. In addition to that, she's obtained a master's degree in education, specializing in reading and ESOL, English for, second, for others of second languages. She also 
is a, an educator teaching middle school reading. Her brand is a unique online boutique specializing in women's apparel from dresses, skirts, pants, tops, and more. She believes everyone has their own sense of fashion, and Fashion Haven LLC is here to help bring that chic style, stylish fashion out. As Chana always says, when you look good, you feel good. In her spare time, she loves to read, travel, and learn more about different cultures. She's traveled to over six different countries and 13 states, dressing fabulous from wearing clothes from www.fashionhaven.com. The link is in the bio, by the way. And exploring the world are a couple of her passions in life. It is with great pleasure that I bring my dear guest and my dear cousin. This is my blood, folks. I'm so proud to have you here with us today, Chana Benson. Thank you. Thank you so much, Billy. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited and I'm honored to be on your show. Well, first of all, I, I say thank you as well. And I often say I'm very proud of you. And I always tell you this a hundred times. You work, you are self-made. You work very hard. You kept your faith and your due diligence to your goals. And that is the Jones brand. We always have it in us. We don't stop. We persevere. We take it to the top. So first of all, congratulations yes. on the full launch of FashionHaven.net. I'm so Ooh, proud of thank you. you. And thank I know you. this was so no much. easy undertaking, was it? No, it was not. No, it was not. Thank you so much. I, actually, I've been working on it for uh, over a year now. I've been working on it and trying to um, get everything where I needed it to be in order for mm-hmm. me to launch my brand. And I'm so happy that I was finally able to birth it this year and that Fashion Haven is out and is out to the world to see. That so is it was fabulous. a long time coming. I'm excited that I have my brand out there. And, you know, speaking of your brand, I mean, I've, I've seen your production of it, and I'm just so amazed. And I keep telling all my colleagues, I'm sending your links everywhere. And, folks, if you haven't taken a look at it, while you're listening to this call, open your browser right now on your smartphone or on your computer screen <laughs> in front of you right. or your tablet and go to, go to fashionhaven.net so you can see what I'm talking about. Yes. You have some yes. very beautiful work, beautiful impression. Every single look you have looks like you. Let me say that first. Everything <laughs> look, looks like you, and everything you put on looks good on you. And I know when I've had a couple Thank of you. other colleagues who've seen it, they tell me, "Oh my gosh, what, no, what, what inspired her to do all this?" So I, my first question to you is this: What is, what inspired you to, to, to do this incredible thing that you're doing? Well, I will actually have to say, for me, um, my grandparents have always inspired uh, me to go after my dreams. They always mm-hmm. motivated me to set goals and to achieve them. They are both um, hardworking and strong individuals. And also I will have to say um, for my grandfather, may his soul rest in peace, um, Mm -hmm. he was an entrepreneur as well, and he was a founder and the owner of his own company, um, Eddie's Moving Service, which both um, my grandfather and my grandmother both ran that company together, and I say that they ran it successfully. So with me watching them and growing up and watching how they were successful at running their own business and being their own bosses, I knew that I also had that entrepreneurial spirit in me as well. So my grandparents was a very big inspiration to me, and they helped mold me to be the person that I am today. That's a beautiful response. I've, I've said in, in the years past in the early shows of this, of this podcast that our grandparents, they raised us. So they, you and I are more like yes. brother and sister than we are cousins. Yes, And yes. we got so to true. see firsthand 
like hard work, people working with their yeah. hands. My grandparents, my grand, our grandfathers, you know, he went back to school and got his GED. But, you know, they did all they could without college degrees. And they were able to right. put food on the table and a roof over our head. And so right. that inspiration did start at home. I'm so glad you reminded us of that. You know, yes. being, a, being a self-made boss, it's, it's a lot of work. Would you agree? Yes, it is. It, it is. It has its trials and tribulations, its ups and downs. But I say at the end of the day, it is worth it. It's always worth, being, worth it to be your own boss. So if you could say in a few words, what is Fashion Haven to someone who's listening for the very first time? What would you say Fashion Haven is? I would say that Fashion Haven is pretty much a brand that focuses on women's apparel and accessories. Um, I offer chic and stylish and, most of all, affordable clothing. Um, I offer different styles. Um, Like you mentioned before, I do have dresses, pants, tops, skirts, and more. Um, But the purpose of the boutique was to actually have a place where women can come, they can shop, and they have a Mm -hmm. plethora of styles that they can choose from and not break the bank, you know? (laughs) So I wanted it to be very affordable. I wanted women to be able to shop and they can be comfortable when they're wearing their styles out and about and that also they'll know that they are rocking the latest fashion. That's awesome. And I'll tell you, every single look, we live in the South where it's an endless summer. We get all four seasons as a summer, pretty much, right. in South Florida. Right. right? Yes, we do. Yes, and a we lot do. of your looks, I've seen your looks, you have looks not only for South Florida, but also for other seasons as well. In particular, I remember there was a black and white striped coat that you have, and, and yes. I shared it with a colleague recently, and she said, oh, my God, look at that coat, but I don't know if I can wear it. Here in Miami, I said, yes, you can. Wait till January. We do get yes. a couple cold snaps and you can still look cute. <laughs> yes, <laughs> exactly. Because, you know, when those cold fronts come in, we get those cold fronts every now and then. So that would be perfect for that type of weather. I do have a couple of coats like you did mention. And also you mm-hmm. can dress up a coat. You can dress it down. It's uh, several ways that you can wear it. You know, it, that's a very good question. I'm getting some questions coming in now from some folks, Shauna, that are actually listening live, and I definitely want to jump into them at some point. Thank you all for, for your love and support. If at any time you'd like to talk to Shauna or me live, you're always welcome to do so. The number is 347-539-5372. Again, that number is 347-539-5372. And I see that you're not shy in my inbox, so I thank you very much. We have a number of questions that are coming in from listeners around the globe, which is very exciting Great. as well. But that email address is everydayfolkslisten at gmail.com. That's everydayfolkslisten at gmail.com. So, Charlie, you mentioned our childhood. And I have to share that, like you, you know, you and I watch entrepreneurship firsthand on a daily basis. Yes, and, you know, we grew up, we were very fortunate. We never knew what it was like to not have lights on. We always had quality Christmases and birthdays and holidays. We had support from family in school. We went to a quality school, so we were very privileged. But it doesn't mean that we were also always fortunate, right? And so of all the experiences that you gained from your childhood, and you mentioned Pop already as one fine example, of all the experiences, what one or two that you can recall very distinctly that says, you know what, that really made me who I am today, not just as a business um, owner, but also as an educator and also as a parent. Well, that's a good question. Um, like I stated before, you know, I was raised by my grand my grandparents um, in a middle class neighborhood, and we were average family. 
Uh, my grandparents, we, you know, they wrote, they worked very hard to provide for all of us. And But the thing of it is I was brought up also in a very strict and stern household. So with that being said, I want to say that that actually, that strict household and that sternness of my mm-hmm. grandfather and my grandparents helped to mold me into the person that I am today. So I benefited from that. Some may say, oh, you're strict in household, you couldn't do this, you couldn't do that. But actually, looking back on it, you know, I really didn't miss out on anything. I still, you know, had everything that I wanted. They um, took uh, very good care of me. And I wouldn't be the person that I am today if it was not for my grandparents. So with that being said, yeah, so with that being said, some people may frown on, oh, yes, that's too strict or you're too stern, but... At the end of the day, that helps build character, and that helps build you and make you a stronger person, and it molds you to be, you know, to be a, a good citizen, a good person, all around just a great person. So I really benefited from it. Um, at that time growing up, of course, I couldn't see, you know, why, you know, they were being so strict. But now as i gotten older, I understand it, and I have benefited mm. from it. It's true that yes. discipline matters. It matters. I mean, you and I know this firsthand. If you don't have discipline, you yes. can't get anything done. You can't open a yes. business. You cannot yes. have a clean house or even yes. even find time to clean house or cook for yourself. Bills will right. get paid. There has to be a sense of right. discipline. And even yes. right now in this COVID time, the businesses are suffering. People are being laid off from jobs, you know, and, and, and I'm very happy to see you're still thriving. You're thriving during a pandemic to get things done, which means people are still eager to look good and look fashionable while they're on Zoom if they're working from right. home or if they're right. on the front line, right? Because you still have to look right. presentable to the public. Exactly. But, sorry, you always, exactly. You weren't always here in South Florida, though. We were born here, but then you left and went elsewhere, and then you came back. You went away. So what? You know, where was that place, and why did you decide to return? Right. So, yeah, so I'm originally from Miami, Florida, born and raised in the county of Dade, like I always say. 305. Um, 305, Dade County representing. Yes, yes. Um, I'm from Richmond Heights, so shout out to all my Richmond Heights viewers. Um, But, yes, I did leave for the bulk of my adulthood because I was a military dependent. So we did uh, travel um, across different states depending on what orders we were given. So I, I was able to travel to a lot of places being a, um, a military dependent. Mm. So I've been to places like Virginia, uh, Georgia. I've been to Texas, Oklahoma. Um, that's just the name of few. Mm-hmm. I think the good part about that, too, is that as you're going, being the artist that you are, you're also able to see different people's way of life in terms of their fashion, how they look, how they dress, Right. And you got yes, that definitely. American viewpoint, right? The American point of yes. view. <laughs> yes. Yes, definitely. Because I can say that with me traveling to all these different places in different states, like you mentioned, I was able to see different cultures, how they dress, how they um, put their attires together, um, and what their um, culture attire looks like as well. For example, when I went and traveled to Guatemala um, in mm. 2018, it was so fascinating to me because I was able to see how the culture dress is so uh, traditional 
is very traditional and all the women dress very traditional and I love the different patterns and all of the, the you know, the women they look so beautiful in their attire from head to toe. It was just amazing to me. And I love seeing that. I love seeing that different style and different fashion from different cultures. I think that's so important for an artist. If you really want to know the world, you got to go live in it, right? Got to get out there. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. You do. And, you really and you've do. had that opportunity in so many ways, and that's just and you. I, I admire the fact that you took the time, not only to obviously absorb the moment and what you needed to do when you went, but you also got a chance to explore your your artistry, your creativity. And let me also say this: yes. the fact that you were able to go elsewhere and see different changes of season, like to see a true winter. Right? Yes. Versus a South Florida winter and how people dress in fashion. It's very different <laughs> right. than a New York or Virginia fashion <laughs> right. for winter, right? Yes. Yes, definitely. Definitely. That is correct. Um, so with Virginia and also with Georgia, it snowed. So I was able to experience, like you said, other um, seasons. And I was able to wear those boots, those knee-high boots and those coats and the muffins and the, um, <laughs> you know, the gloves and everything like that. So I was able to experience that type of attire um, as well when I was living in those different states. That is amazing. I have a question for you coming from Kira from Georgia, Chana. She wants to know, okay. who or what is your inspiration for fashion? Uh, well, as far as my inspiration for fashion, I would have to say, and that's a good question, I would have to say pretty much whatever catches my eye, um, if it catches my eye, then I'm for it. No matter if it's solids or if mm-hmm. it's clad or um, flower print, um, I just, if I see something and it catches my eye, then I gravitate to it, and I'm like, okay, I got to have that in my boutique. So it could be as simple as, a, as simple as solid colors, and then it could be to the opposite, to the extreme, where it is um, <laughs> so versatile and so out of the norm, and it has, like, so many different crazy patterns going on. It doesn't, mm-hmm. it just, it, if it catches my eye, then I'm for it. And I want mm. to have that piece in my, um, in my boutique. Because I you know, know I'm dealing with different. Yeah. Go ahead. No, you finish, please. I, I was going to say that I'm dealing, I know I'm dealing with different customers. So we have those customers that are looking for something sexy or they may be looking for something classy. They may be looking for something that they want to wear to work. Or mm-hmm. I have those customers that want that relaxed and comfortable look. So I want to also, with those different customers, I want to make sure I'm pleasing everyone. So I'll, I actually make sure that I have all of those styles available in my boutique. Folks, I have to tell you, if you, if you ever, you know, you won't get this chance, but I've had the luxury of seeing what my dear cousin's home looks like. Her place looks like a showroom. Everything matches. There's color and a pattern for everything. Thank you. It looks so sophisticated, and I feel like falling asleep all the time in it. And her color choices, I'm like, where did she get all this? So it doesn't, I'm bringing this up because it's not just in your fashion. It's in every aspect of you that you have color around you. And I see that you love color. And are there any um, particular, like you just mentioned patterns already. You mentioned some plaids and things like that. I've seen you wear so many types of things, and I've seen you even at my mm-hmm. own book event in January. One of my colleagues has mentioned to you, she said, where did you get that outfit? Because the outfit you were wearing that night, is that one of the outfits in your store? It was uh, that maroon I, outfit. It was maroon. It, it, you look amazing. It was and a, people kept asking okay, about it. Okay, thank you. 
Thank you. Uh, that may have been from Fashion Haven. I wear so many of my clothing, yeah. so impre- more than likely it was something that came from my boutique. Um, mm-hmm. So, yes, you can find the different styles um, that I, you know, carry in my boutique. So it more than likely was something that I do carry because I like to go ahead and um, advertise while I'm walking around and I'm, you know, mingling right. and out and about. Of course, I want to advertise my merchandise. So more than likely, I'm wearing something that is coming straight from Fashion Haven. Mm, that is so smart and so um, strategic. And that's what many folks don't realize. If you're working in retail and you go to the store, all the folks who work in those retail stores are wearing the clothes that are in that store or have been sold by that store. And so right. it's important to be your own walking brand, which is important. Exactly. Exactly. You know, Definitely. So I, I have a question for you from Dante from Atlanta, Georgia. Don, and I did not pay him to ask you this question. So I don't know, Dante, but Dante, <laughs> I appreciate this question because I ask Shauna this all the time. And the question is, okay. when, is the men's, when is the men's line coming? Oh, definitely. That, uh, that is a very good question, Dante. Um, just to let you know, please look out in the near future. I will have Fashion Haven men available. That is coming soon. And I will be focusing on men's apparel as well as men's accessories also. So that is something that I'm working towards, definitely. That's a good question. Thank you for asking that. It's a great question. And Dante, she means yes. it. You know, we have right now, yes. all the focus is where she's at right now. We, but Dante, if you have a lovely sister, significant other, a mother, anyone who is into affordable, chic, sophisticated um, fashion, Fashion Haven, that is the place for you, right, Chana? Yes, that's correct. Affordable, affordable, affordable. And I always say that um, when you look good, you feel good. And I believe that statement to be true. When you look good, you definitely feel good. Oh, yes, I agree. The, having a positive self-image, clothes do make a person. I mean, people it don't does. realize that. Like, I put it on a really suit, I become, like, I become so empowered for some reason when I'm yes. wearing a suit, yes. you know. And my Thank students always say, Dr. Yes. Jones, you're always wearing suits to work. Most professors don't. I said, because I like to look professional. And I always want to receive what I give out to people, right? And so right. I, I, I could not agree with your statement more. But, you know, Charlie, your creative yes. process, your creative process and your leadership, or leadership process, making all this happen, I'm sure, may sometimes be daunting. It's not a challenge. So what is your right. process like? Could you, like, walk us through a little bit of how, let's say, for instance, how you choose your clothing or Better yet, how did you even get started? Any of those? Um, okay, so both of those are good questions. As far as getting started, well, for me, I've always wanted to have my own fashion um, online boutique. That was a, a dream of mine. I've always wanted to pursue that. So it's been like seven or eight years. I was really thinking about um, pursuing it. But, um, you know, life and things happen. So I wasn't able to really focus and put the time and attention that I wanted to put into it. So I wasn't able to launch it um, sooner than this. But um, I would have to say my process would be, like I said, I just, well, I just, um, I just pretty much, it just comes to me. I don't know, really. That's a good question. It's a good question. It's hard to illustrate what you do naturally. Yeah, right, I agree. right. It just it just comes to me. I just can't I can't put it into words right now. But the process right. of me when I first started, I know I like I said I knew I wanted to have my online boutique for about seven years now, and yeah. I finally launched it. 
And um, what I first did was I said I need to come up with a name. So, I, you know, I was brainstorming, and I came up with about three or four different names, and I was like, oh, my gosh, I don't know which one that I, that I should choose. So <laughs> I just said I'm just going to pray on it. So I prayed on it, and I prayed on it, and I prayed on it, and I'm telling you, I said as clear as day, I heard it in my ear, and it said, and that, and I heard Fashion Haven. So I was like, okay, I'm going with it. I'm going with it, and that's what happened. So I got the name, and from there I took off. I started researching. I got my license, and I just, you know, got my LLC, and it just took off from there. And then it just, awesome. and I put it into fruition. And and that's the key is to put it into fruition by setting milestones and goals. And goal setting is so important, and you have to have a right positive attitude toward it. Because, yes, there are going to be some moments like, what am I doing here? I remember that in my right. very, very first book publish. I'm like, am I doing this? Why am I doing this? Mm-hmm. But and the more you do right. it, the more um, empowered you become, the more confident you get, and somehow you continue to take those risks and those leaps of faith. And so congratulations to that. Thank you. Folks, Thank you. I appreciate that. Folks, you're listening live to me, BJ Speaks, right here at Everyday Folks Radio, and I am here with my dear cousin and founder and owner of Fashion Haven an online boutique store. It's an incredible brand with chic, affordable clothing for the sophisticated working woman, the chic fashion fashionista, the mom yes. who may be at home that wants to look cute going to the yes. grocery store. Get fashion Haven, that is for you. Yes. Chana, I'm getting <laughs> several questions here from Miami, Florida now. This is from Deanna from Miami, Florida, Chana. Here's the question. Okay. She says, what factors do you consider when selecting a product for your store? Oh, that is a very good question. Uh, I want to again um, earlier, as I said, I want to please um, to please all my customers and everyone that is going to be shopping. And sometimes I actually get um, suggestions from former customers if they don't uh, uh, find that specific style in mm-hmm. my boutique or my inventory. They will give me suggestions. They'll be like, "Oh, could you possibly look into getting this, or could you look into getting more solid?" Or could you look into getting uh, more tie-dye? Because this summer, tie-dye made a big, huge comeback. Tie-dye was right. huge. It was in this summer, tie-dye. So, you right. know, I had a lot of suggestions. Yes, tie-dye came back. It made a comeback. So <laughs> it was in huge this summer. I saw tie-dye everywhere. If it wasn't tie-dye, I saw butterfly print everywhere as well. So, you know, I get suggestions from my customers, and I try to, you know, take that into heed. And I'm like, okay, so they want this, this, and this. Let me go ahead and see what my vendor has, and I'm looking for those specific things that my customer is requesting. So some of it is based off of what I like, and some of it is based off of suggestions that I receive from my customers. Mm, that's a great response. And, Deanna, I have to tell you, I, there's so many options on fashionhaven.net. I mean, I, I, I have colleagues who looked at it, and they're all looking, but they're all talking, <laughs> but dude, I have nowhere to go. I said, but you eventually will, right. so go ahead and click and buy something. There's something right, there exactly. for everyone, right? Like exactly, someone. exactly, exactly. Indiana, I mean, I know fashion. we're mm-hmm. right. Ahead, I mean, I know we're going through a pandemic right now, but we still have to go out. We still have those um, frontline workers, or we still have right. those essential ones that we have to make when we go into the store or whatever the case may be. And when we're out, we do want to look our best still. So that's why I made these clothes affordable. Um, also without breaking the bank as well, because I do know that we are going through a pandemic, we're going through hard times, and not everyone has, you know, the extra funding to spend 
on attire um, or apparel, and that's why I did make the prices. They're very, very affordable. And, Sean, I have a question from Brianna, who lives in Miami, Florida. Thank you for listening, Brianna, and here's the question, Shana. Have you considered working with local fashion designers to showcase their works on your online store? You have some nice stuff. I'll surely buy some. Oh, thank you. You know what? That is a good idea. I actually have mm-hmm. not thought about that. But since you brought that idea to the forefront and to um, brought it to the light, that is something that I actually will look into. Do you have any suggestions for me as far as for yeah. that? Because I definitely that would good. look into that. Agreed. Yes. And Brianna, you heard Shauna's request. I agree with her. I feel that if yes. you have some suggestions, that, and this is what makes entrepreneurship what it is. You know, the company grows when the customer needs to grow, right? And the customers are both right. A committed customer is a happy one who also becomes a sounding board, a promoter for the, the um, institution of the company. Exactly, exactly. And I do value all of my customers. Like I said, I definitely take heed to their suggestions. Um, mm-hmm. Anything that they want to see in my boutique, I go um, above and beyond to try to get it in my um, boutique for them. So any suggestions, I'm open and I'm welcome to all the suggestions that I can, um, you know, that I can take in. And folks, you're listening live. Thank you, Shauna. And see, right now, you're listening live to Shauna Benson, the founder and owner of Fashion Haven. Please check it out at fashionhaven.net. We're having a great dialogue about her leadership process, her incredible journey in childhood to the fruition of her product today, which is Fashion Haven. And Shauna, I have a question here from Maria from Montgomery, Alabama. Thanks for listening, Maria. And Shauna, here's your question. Maria writes, I'm a fashionista and enjoy it so much, but I don't know how to start my own business. Know how, know how to start my business. Any tips you can provide can can provide. I appreciate it. Okay. Yes, Maria. Thank you for that question and thank you for asking. Um, you definitely want to first decide on what market that you're trying. What you know, what your merchandise is going to be, and then what market you're going to market your merchandise to. And then once you figure out what it is that you're going to be selling, then the first, uh, first step, like I mentioned earlier, it would be like to think of a name for your company or your LLC. And once you have gotten that name established, then you go ahead and look into getting your license, get your LLC, get all your paperwork um, in order, get your reseller's permit so that you're able to resell the items that you are purchasing from the vendors. Um, next, you will want to set up your website. Uh, you can either do that yourself. There's a lot of different avenues out there, or you can, of course, hire someone to do it for you. But those were the, the like the main three steps that I took was getting the name, getting the LLC, and getting the website. And then, of course, along the way, I was purchasing merchandise from different vendors. Mm, very good point. And. Maria, you know, I watched Shauna do, like, I watched her entire evolution in this, in this, this business, and I noticed one thing that was so consistent of the many skills she has. She's very good at researching and doing her homework. Yes. So yes. she didn't want to get out there and be like, oh, I started Fashion Haven. Wait, there's another Fashion Haven. She did her homework to make sure that no one else owned it, right. and then she locked down the name. That was very critical. Yes. yes. And we, and we get the cost. Yeah. Yes. And it costs, right, yes. Shauna? All these things add up. Yes. Like, they do. You know, so they do. You do what you can with what you have, and eventually things start to work out, right? 
Exactly. And eventually things start to fall in place. So, of course, I didn't have it where I had purchased all of this merchandise all at one time. I actually did it little by little by little. So, mm-hmm. you know, um, I would, you know, purchase something one week. Next week I would see something, I would purchase something. And over time I built up my inventory. So I didn't do it all at once. It was something mm-hmm. that took me time to build. And I, like, my, um, like Billy said, I did the research. I did a lot of research. I was researching, researching everything because I want to have hands-on. I'm a hands-on person, and I want to make sure it was being done right. And I know, I know that if I'm doing it, it's going to be, you know, done right and how I want it to be done. So I did a mm-hmm. lot of research online. And Maria, it works. I can tell you if you go to China, if you go to Fashion Haven on Instagram, you'll see it has over seven thousand followers. So, and that just happened in a matter of a few months, the course of a few months. So that says to me that her homework and all the diligence that she put into the process, it worked. She was very strategic in choosing a name and creating a brand that would resonate easily with people. Like, I can remember FashionHaven.net. You know, some people get lost and caught up in fancy titles and they want to do something reminiscent of their childhood. (laughs) That may be cute for the moment, but if you're trying to sell something, you got to give people what they know, and you want people to you want the name to stay on their minds, right? Right, exactly. And I wanted the name to be something that's universal and not something right. that's just one sided, and not just something that's geared to one set of people or one set of you know race or gender or anything like that. I wanted a name to be universal, and that's why I went with Fashion Haven because everybody can relate. Fashion and Haven, who cannot relate to that name? So, yes, I wanted it to be something that was easy to remember and also is versatile. It can attract everyone, no matter where you come from, no matter your, you know, color or race or gender. Fashion Haven is for everyone. You know, I just thought about Shauna right now having this moment with you. I always wonder, you know, I see so many RuPaul's Drag Races doing things. There's so many drag queens who I know would be very happy to wear some of your stuff. You know, that was another right. thought that came to mind. I'm always wondering, like, hey, maybe put something out. So if you're listening to Lucy's <laughs> right. out or any of the others, of course, <laughs> the queen herself, Paul, you know, right. FashionHaven.net is also a great opportunity for you to partner up and to support a, a, a growing business that could really help make the, 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 the professional brands that those industries need look good as well. Yes, that is correct. So yes, that's so absolutely uh, true. And I, I have another question coming in from Jaden from New York. Thank you for listening up in New York, Jaden. I hope all is well there. He writes the following. It's COVID, and I'm so tired of looking like, or I I think Jaden may be a she. My apologies, Jaden. Jaden writes, it's COVID, and I'm so tired of looking like a mess during Zoom meetings. (laughs) Any tips or suggestions (laughs) for looking, uh, suggestions from your fabulous store, Chana? Um, Yes, definitely. Actually, that is um, a good question, Jaden. I actually had a Zoom meeting earlier today um, with my profession as a teacher. As Billy mentioned earlier, we had a Zoom meeting. And I was like, okay, I'm not going to just roll out of bed and (laughs) sit at the laptop and just look a mess. I said, today I am actually going to put on one of my Fashion Haven um, dresses that I have, and I am going to go ahead and, you know, look my part, look like I'm actually (laughs) someone and somebody (laughs) So I did wear one of my <laughs> So I did wear one of my dresses that I have. It's a comfortable dress. Um if you uh, go on to Fashion Haven underscore um FH on Instagram, you can see actually this dress. It's very comfortable. It comes in a green um or a gray. Sir? 
and it is called uh, the Emerald. So this dress is called the Emerald, and I love it because it's so comfortable, and I can, like I said, wear it, and I can look very presentable at my Zoom meetings that I have, and I also was able to go out. I had to do a run and do a central run, and I was able to wear this comfortable dress out to the grocery store as well. So it's very versatile, very comfortable, very relaxed look, but you also look um, professional because I was able to do my Zoom meeting today with this uh, with the same dress on, which I have on right now. It's called the Emerald. Mm, that is awesome. You hear that, Jaden? It's and, and I'm looking here on the Instagram. Whenever whenever some of the guests tell me, Tana, to go look at something, I actually go on my computer. Okay, the color is stunning. It is stunning. You look stunning yes. as well. And and Jaden, do check it out. I, there's no no excuse for looking to not look professional. And I appreciate you wanting to take the the take the initiative to continue that tradition via Zoom. Good job. I have yeah, more questions, Shauna. This one's from Monica from Tampa, Florida. So okay. she writes the following. Shauna, what is your favorite color? That's part one. I'll let you answer that first. Okay, Monica. So my favorite color is purple. Ah, and And that's for two. royalty. <laughs> <laughs> that's royalty. Part, that purple is for it royalty. Is, it yes. is a royal color. Yes. It is. Yes, it is. It, and she has this, a part two. It says, and what are your favorite items in your store? Do you have any personal favorites in the, in your store? Oh, my gosh. I like them all. This is so hard to choose. <laughs> this is so hard to choose because you know what? <laughs> I'm seriously that – I am that person that could – I'm that versatile uh, fashionista. Like, one moment – I want to dress all sexy. The next minute, oh, no, I want to be relaxed and have on my, you know, my dress, my comfortable, relaxed dress. And then the next minute, oh, let me put on my leggings and throw on a nice uh, top with it. So I'm very versatile. So that's why I say I love them all because it just depends on the mood that I'm in and at that moment or what I'm doing on what I like to, you know, what I'm going to wear. It just depends. So that's why that's kind of hard for me to say, oh, my goodness. I do love them all. I really do. <laughs> because you know why? Because I handpicked all of these styles for my boutique, so I feel like they're all my babies. So that's why I can't leave one out. Like I love them all. I really do. <laughs> well, she Monica also said, "I just saw your site. Your models look great in every outfit. Congratulations!" <laughs> oh, thank you. Thank you so much. I really appreciate that. Thank you. And Melinda from Fort Lauderdale has a question, has a, a request from you, Chana. She says, describe your greatest fashion look you've ever created for yourself. And Dan, describe your greatest nightmare. <laughs> oh, wow. That is a good question. Okay. So my greatest, so the first one was my greatest. Your greatest look. Like what okay. is your most favorite look you've ever created for yourself? My greatest look. Hmm. That is kind of tough. Well, let's see. Because I, I am a, really, to tell you the truth, I'm a dress person. I love dresses. I love, love, love dresses, let me tell you. Um, I, you know, I wear pants. I wear jeans, of course. But at heart, I am a dress person. So I love dresses. I don't care if it's a midi dress, a long dress, a short dress. I've just infatuated. And I've always been a lover of dresses. Mm-hmm. Um, so... Any dress, <laughs> I would say any dress, and then I accessorize it with, you know, my jewelry and my bracelets and 
whatever heels I'm going to wear. I might throw on a hat or something like that, a fedora mm-hmm. hat. But dresses, I, I am a lover. I've always been a lover of dresses. Emily, I feel like you can dress them up or you can dress them down. You can put on heels with them one day, and then that same dress, you can put, go ahead and put on sneakers with it. So I just, I've been a, a, big, a big fan of dresses. So I would have to say, um, like I said, the midi dress. I would say if I have to choose, it would be a midi dress. I love mm-hmm. the midi dresses. Mm-hmm. And what about the nightmare? Like, what is the worst look? You're like, oh, God, what I think you when I wore that? <laughs> a nightmare? See, that's a hard question. <laughs> Um, let me see. That is a good question. <laughs> um, hmm. That's a tough one. Think of a nightmare. Hmm. See, that's the thing. Cause I, I think, and I'll, I'll ask for that, Chana, because, you know, at the end, the goal is what you feel so confident and so grateful for everything that you pick out that you feel grateful for every right. clothing. You have a special connection with your looks and with the steel of the right. clothing and how feel about how you present yourself in the world. So I think, Melinda, your right. questions, your, your requests are very good ones because they make you start realizing that what you got going already works. So you, right. you don't need to, you know, necessarily think about it. Whereas for me, there have been, you know, I feel the same way too. You know, whenever I put on something, I'm like, I feel good in this. I'm okay with it, right. you know, right. for whatever right. the situation or occasion is. But Melinda, we appreciate it nonetheless. And we are folks getting, we're short on time. We have just 20 minutes left, Chong. Can you believe this? 20 minutes Yes, wow. So, Time went by. It does fly. And, folks, if you would like to speak to us, the number, again, is 347-539-5372. The number is 347-539-5372. But I see that you're not shy. And, Sean, I still have, like, five questions from folks online. The email address to okay. chat, chat with us is everydayfolkslisten at gmail.com. Again, that is everydayfolkslisten at gmail.com. And, Chana, the next question comes from John, who is listening in Toronto, Canada. Thank you, John, for listening. Okay. He says, for men, fashion is also a statement. What tips do you provide men when it comes to looking their best for work or hanging out with their friends? As far as what type of fashion, what type of style? Yeah. Is that the question? I guess this question is related to style, I guess. Or even just tips in general, like tips on how to make it work or whatever you have. If you are male and want to go out to work or what are you like some tips that you offer men or have offered men in the past? For men, I like a good blazer. I don't know mm-hmm. if you're into blazers or coats or things <laughs> like that, but I like, a, I like to see the man in a blazer and they may have it um, with paired with a nice pair of jeans mm-hmm. and, and maybe um, they can put like a button down shirt up under the blazer and I always like um, men to wear those fedora hats. <laughs> I'm into those hats. So mm-hmm. they can definitely put on a fedora hat. And I feel like when you have on that blazer, um, you can that actually dresses up the style. So you can actually wear that blazer and that button-down dress in those jeans at work. And then if you later on have to after work for playtime, you can always, you know, take the blazer off or you can still wear it, either or. Because um, that, that look is just a... a classic overall look. You can wear it to work and you can also wear that look um, during the night, you know, the nighttime hours after mm-hmm. work as well. Mm-hmm. And there are all kinds of yes. like all lasers too, you know, made out of different blends yes. of material. I think that's a great idea because I love wearing a blazer when I, all the time when I'm at work. I'll wear a blazer. Even if it's on a Friday and I'm wearing jeans and I'm 
speaking at a you know a small meeting with colleagues, yes. I still always have on a blazer to make myself yes. look presentable. And it's just my yes. shit, you know, you know. Like you, like you, Chana, Like it, especially when you're at work, you always want to look your best and take up space right. in the culture you're in. You know, so I, I John, that's a good question actually. That, I mean, Chana, your tips yes. were fabulous. Chana, here's another question from Jewel from Tennessee. All right, okay. Tennessee. She says, how is business for you during this pandemic? We all must continue to support small businesses especially. Okay, thank you for that question. And as far as business and during the pandemic, it has, um, the pandemic has had an effect on my business and on my sales. Some days I will get, you know, sales coming in back to back, and then there's other days where I won't get a sale at all. So it has affected and it has had an impact on my business because, you know, especially here in Florida where I am, a lot of establishments and businesses are still closed. So it's not a lot of places where people can actually get out and go to. And plus also, you know, people are still um, exercising social distancing and staying at home, which is best. Um, So it has taken a hit on on my business, but I'm still trying to remain optimistic and that, um, you know, things will turn around for the better. That's a great question. And, Jewel, I hope, thank you for your support and, and understanding of the power and the contributions of, of, of growing businesses. We do hope that you'll yes. help spread the word of this incredible work. And at times, some point, as, as, as the pandemic fades into history, we will be back on ground and people do want to look their best. So doesn't mean that right. we can't start. You know, if, the, if the resources are there, we're being sensitive to that, too. If people can start right. stocking up on things that they like. So that when we are back on ground, hey, looking at that nice top or that nice dress, hey, I'll be in yes. that soon. Or better yet, put it on in right. a fashion show for your family, right? Have a quarantine right. fashion show. <laughs> <laughs> right. Work that runway. Work it. Work it. <laughs> work it. You got to work you know, it. Right. Yep. Right. But you know what? Also, even without the pandemic, I was always one of those people that actually purchased a lot of um items and a lot of clothing and I would save it and I'll be like okay if something comes up I know I have this that I can wear or if you know someone having a wedding I know I have this I can wear someone having an event I know I have this I have to wear so I'm one of those people that I will purchase things and I will have them stored in my closet just for um, just for an occasion or event and I don't have to be scrambling the day of or the day before trying to find something to wear I already have something available in my closet with the tags on, ready to go whenever I get that invite for someone. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, yeah. like, I'm ready. <laughs> so, and yeah, so even though we are. You know what I have to ask you? Go ahead. Is your yeah. closet color coded? <laughs> well, it's, it's not really color coded, but it is coded as far as coats over here then I have the shirts here I have the pants here I have the dresses here I have the skirts here so is that is how I have it coded it's not not but I do have it separated based off of you know based off of the item and what it is got it got it and I to find things it it, it really makes it easy to find things because I'm like okay I got pants over here if I want to wear pants one day I know I need to look over here to the right or if I need a coat one day because it's a cold front and it's cold, I know I need to look to my far left. So it's, uh, it, it helps. It helps um, <laughs> keep things organized, and it helps you get dressed easier in the morning time. <laughs> so. Yeah, that's true. That is absolutely true. And I have another question coming from Tammy from Miami, Florida. Thank you for listening right here in our own backyard, Tammy. She says, 
Shauna, what is your ultimate goal or ultimate goals at Fashion Haven? I can see you doing great things. Oh, thank you so much, Tammy. My ultimate goal is to, I don't, I mean, I thought about wanting my online boutique to be so successful mm-hmm. that I'm able to move it to a, you know, a, a, a brick and mortar, you know, like store. a, yeah. Right, a yeah. brick and mortar store. Um, but I'm kind of hesitant about it because I see that more and mm-hmm. more people are actually doing online shopping. So I was thinking about that. So that is a good question. I was thinking about should I, you know, if I do get to that point, God willing, if I do get to that point and I'm able to have a storefront, should I take it there? Because when I, like I said, when I'm driving by, I see a lot of storefronts are closing, and that is because everybody is doing their shopping online. So mm-hmm. that is a good question. So that was, that was my initial goal was to actually have a storefront. But now I'm thinking about it in the times that we're in now, I'm content and happy with just having my my store and my boutique online. You know, I was watching Shark Tank recently, Chana, and wanted to, I, I've seen several times when the panel rejected a project because it was doing so well online. The shark mm-hmm. felt it needed a need to go and try to cut into what was already growing. Mm-hmm. You know, conversely, they recommended that the person keep doing what they were doing and they weren't funded. Because everyone's goal is right. nice to be able to say, I got a store here. I have this location right. where I can go. But then look at what's happening right. now. Company, the, the cost of owning a brick and mortar or renting, you always should own yes. versus rent. It's tough. Right. Especially it in is. South Florida, any kind of property. Yes. And yes. so you're right. I think the online is, uh, is a great place to remain because I don't think anything's going to change in that regard. People are realizing the value more than ever. And so saluting you and all companies like yours in that regard. Good job. Yes, yes. I have two more questions, Sean, and one of them is from Milda from North Carolina. Thanks for listening, Milda. And here comes your question, Sean. How, okay. how do you balance your professional and personal life? You are doing great things. Keep shining. I'm going to check out your website. Oh, thank you, Milda. I definitely appreciate that. Um, that is a good question. You do have to balance the two. Um, and I do set, and what I do is I have, I guess I set time aside. I know that right. I'm working during the day as a teacher, and then, you know, during the night on the weekends, then I focus more on my online business and boutique. So it does have to have a balance because you don't want to, um, shortchange yourself in one area and then, you know, in, in another area. So I do have to balance the two and make sure I'm providing equal, um, you know, attention to both. So, right. I, like I said, I just say I just stay on a schedule. I like to write things down. I'm very organized, so I like to write everything down. And I like to say, okay, I'm going to be doing this and this and this today. Um, or I might have a list of things that I need to do on my website or for my boutique. And I just, I just write that list down, I stick to that schedule, and I stick to that list so that I can have a balance between the two, between my uh, day work and also working at, you know, on my online boutique. Mm-hmm. In the middle of that, folks, what you don't know is Chana's also still someone's mom. Even though she has a kid, she's still a mom. <laughs> and also, yes, she's also yes. a supporter to family members. She's also a full-time educator. So she's, yes. I think what I'm trying to bring up here that we have to be stronger than our excuses, right? Right. You know, because right. 
if we have the means to do and get something started, it's okay to have milestones and to celebrate those achievements right. as you go. Because the more you work right. toward the goal, the more you begin to make that goal become a reality, right? And so yes. balance, there is no one set formula for it. We're still trying to figure it out even in these unprecedented times. Agree, Jonna? Right. Right. I definitely agree. Definitely. I have one more question for you. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I'm going to ask you. No, you talk, please. Oh, no. I was going to say that there are challenges that you do have to overcome. Um, Uh You know, while I uh, was working towards my goal, I want to say, um, was pretty much, um, you know, self-doubt. You know, you do have the self-doubt and the um, fear of, you know, starting mm-hmm. your own business or your own company, but you have to just brush those fears aside and step out on faith and just do it, whatever you're passionate about. Just give it a chance because you will never know if you can succeed until you give yourself a chance and you try. So I had to, you know, put my fears aside and, uh, and all my doubts aside and say I'm going to go ahead and step out on faith and I'm going to go ahead and get this um, boutique out there. Even though I know it's a lot of competition, there's a lot of online boutiques out there, but, you know, my boutique may be offering something that the next boutique isn't offering. We all are, you know, our individual, and we all have different, different things that we can offer to the table. So don't shortchange yourself and don't just um, brush it off. If you do have something that you're passionate about and you want to um, achieve it, I say go for it. Just let those fears just, fall to the wayside. Mm-hmm. I love that. Great mm-hmm. advice as well, you know, to give people the encouragement to see it through. Yes. It's possible. Yes. Get over yes. yourself now. I, we all, I remember trying to publish my first book and I was like, oh God, what are they going to say? What are they going to say? Okay, guess what? It right. happened. And you just, you, every time you take that leap of faith into the world and you make it happen, right. even if it's a personal accomplishment, it's, per, it's well enough, right? Right, right. You also got to know where you're at in the station of life. I think that, you know, being realistic, Milda, if you're trying to start a business, you can't start a business if also folks are still trying to find where their next meal is going to come from, if they're or their right. living situation. So those biological needs always take priority. But if the biggest fear is you, that surely can be yes. worked on. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. That's- yes, I definitely agree. It's negative thinking. That's what I call it. I call it negative mm-hmm. thinking because. Because what it is is that it will hold you back from a couple, accomplishing your goals and your dreams. And I had, right. I had, you know, I was saying to myself, I said, am I going to be successful? Will I be able to get customers? Will I be able to get any sales? Will people even like my merchandise? I was like, I was thinking all these things. And then I was like, and also there's so many online boutiques out there. It's so, it's so much competition. I said, I will never make it. I will never make it. I kept doubting myself and doubting myself. And I said, you know what? I had to just remain focused and stay driven and, and, not, and not give up. But some days, you know, I would get sales, like I said, and then there's other days that there's no sales coming in at all. It's like a roller coaster ride. But I say that I'm going to sit back, I'm going to buckle up, and I'm not going to get off this ride no matter how hard, how hard it may seem. Um, at times, I'm going to stick with it because this is, a, this is um, a passion and a dream of mine to have this boutique. So I'm going to be my own self-motivator and my own personal cheerleader. And sometimes, some days, I have to say, Tana, you got this, girl. Stay in the game. You know, just give your own self that pep talk because mm-hmm. there are days that you're going to have that self-doubt and that negativity and you want to give up and you want to say, oh, this isn't working. 
Just stick with it. Just stick with it. That's all I That's say. Is just stick with it. Your words encourage me and all of our listeners. You know, thank you for that, Shauna. And Shauna, I have a question oh, for you. Welcome. So, what's what's next? So now that you have you, you you've launched this incredible company, you're you're making a brand and a name for for yourself. It's it's, it's apparent people yeah. follow you on Instagram, so you're getting a lot of love there too. So, what's next for you? Next, I will have to say, um, like I mentioned earlier, when I forgot the caller's name, he asked about a fashion haven for men. So that is definitely coming soon, as well as I want to move into plus sizes also because a lot of my merchandise is, you know, small, medium, and large. And I understand that we are women. We're beautiful women. We come in all shapes and sizes. So I definitely want to move towards the plus sizes and um, curved sizes for women as well. So look out for those two things, plus sizes and Fashion Haven Men will be coming soon. That is amazing. And congratulations. And Chana, if anyone wanted to reach you, where could, where could they reach you? What, what do you suggest? Okay. Well, you can always go to my website, which would be the www.fashionhaven.net. You can also follow me at uh, Instagram and Twitter at fashionhaven underscore fh. And also on Facebook at Fashion Haven period FH. And I want to say congratulations and congrats on all that you're doing. Know that this is not your last time here visiting the Everyday Focus Radio family. You were going to have yes, me back here not. to talk more, some updates, reunion shows to talk about the incredible work you're doing, perhaps some potential collabs. Folks, listen to this. We're not particular yes. about you. Something and we're <laughs> letting you know what it is when the time comes. But I am working with my dear cousin on an initiative yes, that can merge yes. the creatives. And so stay tuned to us because definitely I think you guys will find this so enjoyable. And above all, I, I love your message. I, I, if you're not feeling good and loving yourself, you that negative th- doubt. That stuff cross it transfers into your 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 outer look, how yes, you dress, yes. how you behave, yes. how you carry yourself. Yes, and so. Exactly. I wrote that here on this paper, and I am grateful that you, you know, all the many things you said today, that's one line that I know will resonate with me especially. And so, folks, at this time, I want to say thank you for listening to um, DJ Speaks. It's always fun to interview exciting, incredible, talented people who are making things happen in their respective industries. Please don't forget that tomorrow at 2 p.m. live Eastern Standard Time. I'm back with a new series as well with my co-host Nadine Tabs on our first episode of Fright Talk, where we'll be discussing everything frightful, horrific, and suspenseful. And also, too, if you haven't done so already, please go to www.fashionhaven.net. Do seek yes. and book, search. And I'm going to actually put a charge out. I'm going to say this super fast because I'm under a minute. I want to say to folks, keep this in mind. I am going to be promoting an opportunity. I want to select one of my wonderful listeners. And if you be kind, once I select you, I'll email you. I'll reach out to you. And I'd love to send you a complimentary gift on behalf of Fashion Haven. And so yes. and it'll be on behalf of our company, our partnership, and hopefully you'll be a continued customer. So help us spread the love of fashionhaven.net. Thank you for listening, everyone, and have a fantastic day. Thank you. Thank you, Billy. Thank you, viewers. You're very welcome, Jonathan.